Can y'all see me? Can y'all see me? Is this thing on? Quality community. It's your boy D. And that's it. It's just D. There's nobody else here. Nobody. No B. No T. No A, B, C, D, E, F, G. (sighs) It's going to take some getting used to for sure. For both of us. For all of us. You feel what I'm saying? But there's a reason for me being here by myself. And listen, I'm I'm torn up about it too. Alright, this is why it's been so long to get a podcast out or a part of the reason recently. Because it ain't been the best couple days. It ain't been the best week. It, it just, it's been a little rough, you know? To the point where now some of the people or person that you are used to seeing on the podcast will not be here going forward. Yes, I know. Some of you will be very disappointed. For those who don't know, T will no longer be on the show with us. Yes, I know. It sucks. It sucks for me. Trust me. It sucks for me, too. It sucks. I know. Y'all going to miss her. I know. She brought a very great dynamic to the show. And you know, it is what it is. But it is what it is. There's a reason for this. At the end of the day, and this is one of the reasons why you have to be careful when you go out your way to take credit for something that was thought about, conceived, planned way before you ever came into the picture. Because now when if, if, if now when things fall apart, right, the people who really was here holding it down, making this thing go, that was really responsible for getting this to where it was at, is still here. I'm still here for y'all. I'm still going to be here talking my shit and letting y'all know how I feel. That boy B will be back. But for right now, this is what it's going to have to be. So I just noticed something. I was not recording. This is supposed to be with video. I was not recording a fucking thing. Isn't that crazy? Wow. So hold on real quick. Let me just get right. That is crazy. Isn't that some shit? Now this motherfucker want to take pictures. Come on, man. All right, there we go. We back. So I'm going to give you all a little catch up real quick, you know, as far as like, all right, listen. We here. Quality content, quality community. It's your boy D. I'm here. I'm back. I'm still alive, but it's just me. It's just going to be your boy D this time around, you know? And like I was telling the the podcast, you know, before y'all happen to show up on camera, that really sucks. Like, it really is. I'm going to be joking and try to keep a, a upper, you know, like um, disposition in my energy. But it really does suck, you know. I would prefer to not be sitting here doing a podcast by myself. But it is what it is. All right. So I'm going to reiterate it again because I know y'all probably didn't catch it. T won't be joining us going forward. Alright, I know. Let out your cries, your moans, your sighs, your 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 whatever. The fuck you to DeWan for messing it up. Whatever you want to do, just let it out. It's the only time you're going to be able to let it out. Alright? Because we're going to get into it. I feel like I owe it to y'all to tell y'all, you know, why. You know what I'm saying? Because I highly doubt you're going to be hearing from her as to why she ain't coming out. Or maybe you have. But, you know, one side of the story is never the story. That is just one side to the story. 
And I'm not on here trying to disprove anybody's narratives or call anybody liars or anything like that. I'm just up here to tell my side of the story. The thing about me is I ain't as mixy as some other people, so my side of the story ain't going to be as detailed because it's none of y'all business. But then again, it is because I want y'all to be, you know, we, 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 we a family here. It's the quality community. So let's let's get into it. First, as I was saying before, one of the big reasons she's not on the show anymore is because of some of the sentiments that were put out about the show. You can't take claim for something but not be really that influential in why the thing is a thing to begin with. You can't take claim for the podcast when I've been talking about doing the podcast for years before the podcast even got done. I chose to bring you on. So if you take credit for something, right, that I put a lot of my pride and a lot of my effort into, right, and I chose to bring you into it only for you to try to take credit for it at some point, would that motive, what you think I'm going to move going forward? Not involve you in stuff that I'm doing because it's clear this ain't just you coming in to support you overthinking your role in things and thinking that it's because of you. So for that, you had to go. And But that ain't the reason. That's just, you know, it's just funny how things shake out. You know, motherfuckers want to take accountability and credit for stuff. But where you at? Let's see how many podcast episodes get put out now by the, uh, you know, the, the the engine that made this thing go. We'll see, you know. But, um yeah, this ain't an episode to bash nobody, make fun of nobody, put nobody down. You know, like I said, it's just not. I'm blessed and I feel good and ain't nothing about to stop. So, anyway, let's get into it. So, as y'all know, me and T been dating for a long time, a very long time, like, five years plus, and it took a lot of growth, elevation, and work to get to this point that we got to, to where we were living together with two beautiful children, and, you know, committed to the rest of our lives together, or building, you know, out our lives together, you know, um, but the reality is, right, and this is something that people on the outside may lose, you know, aren't always aware of, what you see You feel me? When you interacting with somebody as a friend, as a family member, as a whatever, under any circumstance, it's just what you see when you're interacting with them under that specific circumstance. That person may be completely different once you change the circumstance that they're being dealt with. You get what I'm saying? And that's something that I really wish people really understood more. Just because that motherfucker seemed cool on a podcast, seemed so thought out, seemed so unbiased in thought, so nuanced, does not mean that that carries over into every facet of one's life, like a relationship. It does not mean that those same ideals and those same principles are stood on in a relationship. You get what I'm saying? And at some point, this is me speaking for me personally. You got to get up out of that. You got to do what's best for you to prioritize your own sanity, you know? You'll have a million and one reasons not to go. Like, we're going to give ourselves a million and one reasons not to go. But at some point, we got to accept the one reason we should. We got to accept it, not look past it, not deny it, and, and accept it for what it is. So like I said, took a long time to get up to this point, but some things can't be ignored. One of those things is an unappreciation for your partner. If you ain't going to be in a relationship... And appreciate that person for who they are. Appreciate that person for who they are trying to become. Appreciate that person for the principles and the things that they stand on and they hold true. Then you really shouldn't be with that person. 
If you're trying to be with that person out of a tolerance for who they are, get what I'm saying. Not you accept them for who they are. A tolerance for who they are. While in your mind, you set your expectation that fuck accepting them for who they are. I'm going to tolerate it until they become what I think they should be. Until they align themselves to operate on the wavelength I believe they should be. Right? That is a setup for a very unhealthy dynamic because it can leave one side constantly trying while the other side justifies not making an effort at all because in their book the way it's supposed to be going is you supposed to be putting in the work you supposed to be making me happy you supposed to be making motivating me to do everything you want me to do but just off the simple fact of you doing everything i want you to do i feel like being a give and take but you supposed to be intrinsically motivated to do those things for your partner not, oh, I need you to sh- give me a reason to. You get what I'm saying? Do that make sense at all to anybody in my tripping? Are y'all following me so far as to some of the issues I'm raising? That's not even specific to this situation, but just a compounding thing. After a while, those sentiments start to build up. You 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 get done with being like, man, I'm invested in what I am, but always having a shadow over your head is if they are in, as invested as you are. Why? Because they sit up here and nitpick every mistake you do and every flaw you have in order to justify not making the efforts on their end. So it's like whenever we on a good note, we on a good spot, are we here because both of us are happy and satisfied in the situation that we're in? Or are you just tolerating me right now? You know what I'm saying? Like, are we actually happy? And then when arguments pop off, motherfuckers start talking and making these big grandiose statements that make it to a point where it's like, bro, how am I supposed to just chalk this up as an argument when you saying stuff that really carry big weight outside of what we talking about just now, you know? Which add into that insecurity and that feeling of like, even when we settled, how settled are we, you know? And me, as most men are, you know, we gon' we, we don't want to be sitting around bitching and complaining. We just want shit to be happy, operate the smooth. Op- we want things to operate as cleanly and as smoothly as they can. You know what I'm saying? Like, even if that sometimes means ignoring certain aspects of the dynamic that are unsettling you. You know, at least for me personally, I'd rather focus on the positive as opposed to keep hyper-focusing on the negative. Because if you're going to do that, then why stay? But anyway, but, you know, I was dealing with somebody who justified thinking those things, but still decided to stay. Um, For whatever reasons, you know, love is a crazy thing. So who's to say it just wasn't one of the weird spells love puts you under and make you stay in situations you really shouldn't be in. But my thing is, all right, if you're going to be in it, be in it. If you're going to be in it, be in it, put your best foot forward and don't give yourself reasons to hold back. Because then at at what point can you say the issues that you're, you're specifying or dealing with? are truly because of the person doing it to them and not because of the situations and the environment that you're creating to play a part into making those things happen, you know? So anyway, um, but once again, this is not the shit on nobody. Please don't think this is no character assassination against T. I had my own flaws. Motherfucker, I'm passionate, okay? I'm no shame in my game. I am a passionate, expressive, emotional man, you know? That don't always blend with somebody who isn't the most understanding to where that come from 
or the most patient with trying to work with you as you get past it. You know what I'm saying? And not to say that it's for them to be patient, but if you're going to be in a situation with somebody, you got to be cognizant of the fact they're not going to be perfect. And if you're not prepared to work with them on their flaws, you might have to go find somebody else with a different set of flaws that you can work with because everybody going to have something for you to work through, you know? And if you, from the very beginning, put yourself in a space of being like, I'm not about to work, I'm not about to compromise until, you know, a motherfucker make it worth it for me. Well, it was supposed to be worth it when you got in, you know? So whatever, which is crazy that I'm saying all this and I'm illustrating these issues and these things considering that the person I'm talking about was somebody that I later would have two children with. But this is, I feel like this is a reality of how our relationships work. We ignore stuff that are red flags. We ignore stuff that are clear and evident red flags, if not objectively, subjectively for us personally. But because we doubt ourselves, because we second guess, because we try to hold ourselves accountable to be like, oh, it can't be them. They can't be that bad. We convince ourselves, even in positions where we don't, that we have accountability or a role to play in something. And when it's really like, bro, even if you do, it ain't it ain't you at this point, you know, which I'm not even saying. I'm just saying that's one angle to look at it. You know, like we convince ourselves to stay in stuff we shouldn't be in. And a lot of times it only end up making us worse in the long run. So, yeah, now that I've set that basic groundwork, for me personally, you know, she can have her issues as well, even though I personally think a lot of those issues come from a victim mentality. And you girls ain't going to like that. Listen, some of y'all going to listen to what I got to say on this podcast today and really not be with it. Y'all going to not job with it. Y'all not going to connect with it. Like, oh, this motherfucker just another ancient ass nigga over here talking about and justifying being an ancient ass nigga. Listen, it is what it is. You may feel that way. You're entitled to your opinion. But the people who know me, love me, have gotten to know me and understand my spirit, know that that ain't me. Know that even though I may misbehave in certain situations, those situations don't define me. Like like when you act out of character, they don't define you either. And in the midst of me being able to say, this person did X, Y, Z to me that made me feel some type of way or just or, or made me whatever, does not take away from me being able to be like I was wrong. For me taking accountability for the actions and things that I did or said in it that was fucking wrong but that type of what's it is um uh, maturity and accountability cannot be a one-way street it cannot just be one side saying you know what yeah for this dynamic in this situation i'm wrong i did wrong i'm on hands and knees trying to figure out how i can bend it down while the other person having done stuff that is if not equally just as bad or if not worse than the shit that they mad about to that person sits around and act like I'm the ultimate victim. That ain't going to work. And I'm going to be real with y'all. That is something you ladies really have an issue with. This narrative that y'all can never do no wrong and to the nothing y'all do is ever worthy of a reaction. Now, reactions can be wrong. Reactions are, you know, depending on how you react, they can be wrong. And certain things should never be looked at as an option to be a reaction. But that's another reason why I had to leave the situation. I can deal with arguing, but I know motherfuckers can relate to me on this. I can deal with arguing, but I can't deal with in the midst of the arguing, it seemed like we trying to one up each other. It's like, who can, who can cut the deepest? Who can, who can, like, it's like, who, what are we competing for? What are we competing for? Why does it seem like at no point is there like this mentality of like, who cares at this point? 
I would rather be happy than be sitting here arguing. So, because that's just me. Call it weird. But we could be arguing, and then I'll randomly, after a certain time of arguing, not even randomly, but after a while, you get tired of fucking arguing. It's like, all right, let's just switch the flow, which is easier said than done, but I'm that, I don't know. I feel like that's the mature thing to do. How long are we just going to sit here and argue? You know what I'm saying? But what becomes toxic is when people forget having that mentality of how can we come up about this situation of arguing. They think of how can I satisfy my ego while I'm in it? That's dangerous. Because now you could do or say something that might set somebody off. And if you're not real enough with yourself and real enough about how the world works in reality, you could be putting yourself in a constant victim mentality, a victim mindset, while the whole and ignoring whatever it is that you could take control of, you could take accountability for to have avoided that situation altogether. You feel what I'm saying? Now, I'm not trying to get too deep into the guts of what happened because at the end of the day, you know, I don't, you know, I, I don't know. I'm just feel a little weird about getting into all the ugly details of what happened. Not it, listen, ain't no shame in my game. Please believe me, ain't no shame in my game. But I really don't. I don't. I just don't know. I just feel I've been getting mixed opinions as to how open I should be about this topic but so for that I'm just going to leave it at that me and T aren't together me personally I've had some issues that have been lingering for a long time that I feel like if you really want to make a relationship build you can't that that that's unacceptable and I was letting it be acceptable for far too long now, I would like to transition into the part of what I learned from the experience. Because it's one thing to sit around and this is what I'm talking about. Too often, people go sit around and go talk to their girlfriend, go talk to their motherfucking, you know, you know, people who are more like, I don't know, committed to having sympathy and making you feel sympathized with and enabling you to live inside that victim shit than they are to hold you accountable. So... This is the part where I talk about what I learned. Because I don't need nobody telling me where I was wrong, where I could have went better. I'm trying to decipher that for myself. You get what I'm saying? Trying to decipher that to myself no matter what I go through. And that's something I think we all should be trying to do. When you go through something, if at some point, if you maintain the mentality the whole time that I was wronged, I'm the victim. And you don't look at nothing about what you may have done to lead it. Whether you agree with the reaction of what you did or not. You don't look at nothing else besides I was wrong and I'm the victim. Then to be, you know, sometimes that is the case. Like if you get ran down a motherfucker, if you randomly minding your business one day, eating fucking hot Cheetos on your front porch and somebody run up and punch you in your face, you are the victim. You are the absolute victim. If you out there eating hot Cheetos and you tossing Cheetos at the motherfucker on the porch next to you and, you know, making insults that cut deep to that motherfucker, and then they walk up and punch you in your face. You can still be mad, nigga. Why you punch me in my face for throwing hot Cheetos? But you can't act like you didn't get punched in the face for a reason. That is, by the way, just to put this out there, that is not me foreshadowing shit. I did not punch nobody in their face. All right, so let's, you know, just an example. That was strictly an example. I didn't punch nobody in their face. I have never punched no woman in their goddamn face. So before we start reading too deeply into my examples, I just need to put that out there. No, that's not what happened, okay? So anyway, so what did I learn from this whole thing? What have I learned from this five-year-long relationship? One, there are some red flags that are, you know what, let me lease that second. Let me get to the real shit first. One, 
as men, we have to be able to control ourselves. It is of the utmost importance. They talk about this world being against us. That is absolutely true. Don't let them put that shit on the white people or the 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 rich white man. No. The people within our community are working to see us fall as well. Even if it's not because they intrinsically want it, because they've been brainwashed to. They've been put in positions to where this is what they're going to go off of. Because the, if, if it means their convenience and getting it their way, fuck what happens to you. You get what I'm saying? Fuck crossing lines and stuff to make this thing go the way that I want. The reality is, if a, if a woman feels it, it's real for them. Which is dangerous. If a woman feels it, it's real. As men, we just have a lot more to lose when we feel it and decide to make it real. We have a lot more to lose. It's unfair. It's It's just not right, but it is the reality of the situation that we live in. You feel what I'm saying? If a motherfucker say something to you that is so... For instance, here's another example. If a man says something that is, let's bring up moms. Let's go mama jokes. If a man makes a, a a clear, let's say your mom is dead. Let's just say, it's an example. It's an example. Let's just say your mother has passed away, right? If another man goes out his way to insult or put you down about your mother being dead, Right? And you walk over and knock that nigga out. Slap him up. Do whatever you do. Nobody's sitting around here like, why would you ever do that? Why? They going to understand that man stepped out of line and actions and words have consequences. Agree? If a woman talks to another woman, let's say she has a dead parent, right? And puts her down or makes her feel bad. And you know that they're doing it about that dead parent and that woman responds by slapping that bitch up, beating her ass, whatever. Ain't none of your little girlfriends gonna sit around and say, "Yo, you shouldn't have did that, bitch. You shouldn't have did that." But like, yeah, you should have did that. That like, what what, the, what did they think was going to happen? If a man, right, talks down on a woman about her dead parent, and this woman's response is the you know, in anger, I'm going to slap this nigga or I'm going to get up in his face. I'm going to get whatever. How many, and be real, how many of us, right, are sitting around like, damn, she drawed, right? How many of us are really like, oh my God, protect that black man. Protect him. I know he said what he said, but he did not deserve that. Y'all going to be over here like, nigga, what, what did you think was going to happen? The only time we show a, a biasness is when it's against when the female is the victim right and the male is the perpetrator and for obvious reasons men can do a lot of damage with these if a nigga start getting mad and start punching off on girls it, it, you know it, that's just an unequal reaction of power like it's just not fair you know what i mean like it's just not even though it's the reality of the world that we see present in everything else but we've accepted that double standard of it not being okay but here's the thing we need to realize, right? And this, if we gonna sit up here and talk about mental health, um, emotional health as being real things, which I don't think anybody will deny. I don't think anybody will sit up here and talk about how that's not something that's extraordinarily influential. 
probably going to act like woman can't hurt somebody just as bad as a man can hurt somebody with ease just by talking. And if we're going to sit here and say that you can step across the line, the reactions can be what they are, then how are you going to change that mentality when a woman step across the line and reactions are what they are? Be real. Is it strictly because we have this biased narrative towards women? Are we really going to allow this biased narrative to just keep going? Are we? It's one thing to say you were wrong for what you did while completely exemplifying the other side from wrongdoing. That happens too often, though. These women are talking to other people who are just helping them to justify fucked up shit. Helping them to justify doing fucked up shit. And then when some shit happened to them, sit up here and act blown the fuck away. Once again, let me clarify. I didn't punch nobody in their face. I didn't do, I didn't slap nobody. That's not what the fuck happened. So this is just a example. Now making jokes about somebody's dead mom. It may or may not have happened. It may or may not have happened. And if somebody made jokes about your dead mom, how would you react? That's all. I'm going to ask you that. I'm going to ask you that. Right? And be real. Once again, it's all about being real. Because I reacted to that. I'll be 100%. I reacted to that. Did I punch somebody? Did I slap somebody? Did I boom body slam somebody? No. So I'll let your imagination wander. But I didn't do none of that. That, that, that wasn't what happened. Nobody's bruised up, cut up. Nobody, none of that. None of that. So let me cut that out right there in case any of y'all minds was going and wandering. None of that. That didn't happen. Feel what I'm saying? Not going to be real enough to say things are a little more physical than, than I would have liked for them to. But at no point did it get to the point it really could have got if somebody was to insult your, you know, allegedly was to insult your dead mom and how you might react to that. So I'm saying that to say we got to be in control because they're not going to be sitting around thinking about, well, I said this that caused X, Y, Z to happen like some men would because we've been conditioned to do that. We've been conditioned to realize that, hey, yo, if I say or do something, it does have consequences and nobody's going to sit up here and feel bad about me for putting myself in that situation. So we are kind of already understand that notion of you don't get to just say and do whatever you want and then bitch and moan about the reaction you get to it. You know what I'm saying? So, but at the end of the day, that's the reality we live in. So us as men, we got to be fucking ironclad with our emotions. To be honest, you don't give your emotions to these females unless she's absolutely proven that she can handle it. These women throw around, throw around that fucking emotional shit. Oh, I'm not, uh, we're emotional. As if that, because you're emotional means you have control over your emotions. Those are two separate things. To be emotional and have control over said emotions are not, like, they, they don't just go together. A lot of these women be emotional as hell, will connect in being emotional, but they won't do anything about the, or take any time to acknowledge the fact that maybe I am overly emotional. Just because I am emotional and connected with them don't mean I got to let them run me. And too often, women will let their emotions run them, right? But if we do that, we'll get completely different consequences. So that's really the big thing I learned, one of the main takeaways. Man, it ain't no threatening no chick. Don't even really react. If her ass don't act right, leave. It's really just leave. 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 Brothers, hear me. She not acting right, leave. That may sound crazy. Leave. No, 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 no. Don't argue. Don't leave. Leave. It is in your best interest, like dealing with the cops, to remain silent. 
Just take yourself out the situation. Because the minute you react or do anything that she can now attach to and maintain her victimhood, she will. And all these other little females going to enable her to do it. You are in a losing battle. One of the biggest dangers to a man is a woman who don't got her emotions in check. The same way the biggest danger to a woman is a man who ain't got his emotions in check. You feel what I'm saying? That is extraordinarily dangerous. Extraordinarily dangerous. First big lesson I learned, leave. If that's a red flag. Your ass think you always right, you but in your emotional states, leave. Because there's no talking to somebody like that. There's never going to be a moment where you can get the, you know, you're never going to be able to get up out of that. If a motherfucker think that their emotions are their superpower, then they're never going to question those emotions. That's something you need to get up out of. And I'm going to be honest. Once again, y'all might not like this, ladies. But I've noticed it be you spiritual bitches. And I hate to use the word. But no, not bitches. Y'all not bitches. It be you spiritual females that you really see this really prevalent in. This mindset of, I'm tapped in. The energies, the vibration, the that y'all be the most self-absorbed, stuck-up, narcissistic, egotistical people I've ever met. I have ever met. Like, seriously. To the point where it's like every thought and word that is uttered out of my mouth, you could basically take it to the bank as the gospel itself. And to treat it as anything other than that is clearly because you aren't up to the mental capacity to handle what I'm saying. No, it's because the shit you spewing is a bunch of biased bullshit. That's why it don't settle right with me. And the only person it seems to make sense to is you and other weirdos who that mindset is convenient for. It's not an objective truth, but these women don't have you treated as if it is. So big lesson, control your emotions, get up out of there. Number two, and I kind of hit it on it. That spiritual shit is a red flag. If she's talking about she's spiritual, get up out of there. Get up out of there. Get up out of there. That shit is not what it what is claimed to be. These girls don't know the first thing about really getting awakened. They are self-absorbed. That's it. They read a couple things, a couple articles, listen to a couple people speak that spew narratives and points that are conducive to how they see themselves. And now they latch on to them as if they're absolute fucking fact. When it's like you, enlightenment is ugly and bad. You can't only be enlightened when it's convenient. You can't only be picking up on enlightening. Things can't only be awoke or enlightened when it fits into the narrative you already have, which is most of the time what these females think. I'm woke and I'm enlightened, so I've convinced myself that I'm woke and I'm enlightened without actually doing the work and challenging myself to make sure I'm woke. I just, I'm woke and enlightened. So therefore, everything I say and think is right. And for you to challenge it, what? How about no? How about you're wrong? How about you're goddamn crazy? And you need to take that crazy shit and go talk to your little sisterhood about it. Because that ain't going to work. These, that's a red fucking flag. Now, and I had to learn that because at first it's intriguing, gentlemen. I understand it. You know, you think, oh, because it's like, you like, when you hear that, you think, oh, you're not super focused on the surface level, you know, the the programming that this makes you to put you through, you're able to see through it. That's because they put their own programming on them. And it's not about truth. It's about convenience. So don't listen to that spiritual shit. It's not about truth. It's about convenience. And far too often, you, my man, do not fit into that narrative. 
It's about convenience. And it's still about pushing these narratives of women don't need men and we got all the answers within us and just a bunch of overly, more overly independent shit that keep women from actually connecting with God sometimes. Because it's like, you think you good all by yourself, so why don't you just go be all by yourself? So that spiritual shit, red flag, or at least it ain't nothing to be won over by. It's something to be like, oh, that's cool. We can dip and dive into that. It may lead to some cool conversations. You can tell in these conversations you're really spiritual. If you start talking to this girl and you bring up some spiritual mindsets or narratives that aren't based in the convenience of the feminine, and it seems like she just can't get with it, she's not spiritual. She's just pro-woman, which is great and all, but stop characterizing that as something that's supposed to be genderless. Spirituality and truth is supposed to be genderless. It's not supposed to be biased. If you notice that it seems to be your genderness make it seem like women are the top of the fucking world in the food chain, and that ain't spiritual. That girl's fucking confused. So, yeah, red flag. Don't get with that. Another thing, always, always, always cover your bases. Don't put so much trust into a female and thinking this is tied into the spiritual thing. To thinking she's so different. Don't do it. You're going to learn the hard way. She just as twisted as all these other girls. You're going to learn the hard way. All right. And once again, it's not to put nobody down because I don't think this is specific to my last situation. I think that this is something that many people can connect with, feel, ruminate on. You know, like y'all get it. If y'all dealing with women, talk to a gay girl and ask a gay girl about women. And I bet you she'll understand. The only people who disagree with what I'm saying are straight women who don't got to deal with other straight women romantically. That's the only people who will sit up here and be like, no, no, I'm trying to tell you because y'all don't know the experience. And you know, to admit that other women are fucked up that you connect with, you relate to, is in a way trying to be like, damn, well, am I fucked up? And y'all care so much about saving your own self-image that it's like, no, fuck that, it gotta be everybody else. I would not dare think no shit like that, you know? So that's, that's another thing I learned, you know? And yeah. So, but where I'm at now, those are the big three things. A bunch of other stuff, but I ain't trying to drag one about this situation, you know? I don't want it to feel like I'm bashing nobody. This is just my story. This is just my side of things. I'm a great father. Oh, and this is another big thing. Oh, another big thing. You really want to know why she's not on this podcast right now? It has nothing to do with, no, besides the things that she has qualms about, you know, that she upset about. Like, I don't want to be on a fucking podcast. Respect. I can see why she wouldn't, you know, uh, obviously. But for me personally, I can deal with us arguing. I can deal with that. I can deal with us not even being together because I feel like that shouldn't necessarily mean that we just hate each other all of a sudden. Like, if we love each other and we was two energies that connected, how come all of because we can't interact on a certain type level, all of a sudden the things about that person you love and connected with just don't exist no more? So then did you really love and appreciate that person? Did you just really love and appreciate the situation you was in? Think about it. Why else did you get bitter at somebody when they all of a sudden aren't acting how you want them to act. I thought you loved me. I thought you loved me for me. I get being a little upset, but I thought you loved me for me. So how you going? We going to break up and we not doing things the way that you like to do it. All of a sudden, I'm worthless. It's like, why even have you around? You're not moving off of love and whatever. You're moving off convenience. Who's willing to do what I want them to say and put up the least amount of fight doing it? 
You get what I'm saying? So, um, yeah, what was I talking about? This is the problem. Nobody's around to help remind me, bring me back on track. Like I said, y'all ain't gonna like me, but I'm asking. Some of y'all might not like this, but y'all need to be able to hear some un, some 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 truth, some perspectives that ain't based in what's convenient for you and your self image. Be able to understand that life ain't black and white. Life is nuanced. Life has context. And whenever you hear one side of the story, you just heard one side of the story. That's not the whole story. My side ain't even the whole story. That's just one side of the story. And so I'm not up here calling nobody liars. I'm not out here trying to admit. It's just, this is this is my side. The side that you ain't going to get told. You feel what I'm saying? And I try to be unbiased enough as to even include the things from the other side that might be mad. Like I said, nigga, I'm loud. I'm not saying I'm not no fucking headache either. But at some point, you got to buy into what we doing here. And not every time something Anything of any level pops up that's an inconvenience, all of a sudden you speaking about how the whole thing is just trash or how you ain't never been invested from the rip. Come on, that can only last for so long, especially when a motherfucker is cocky like me. I'm not going to keep hearing you talk down on this situation when I know for a fact that, that I bring some cool shit to the table. But whatever. Whatever. Whatever, you know. So, yeah, where I'm at now. Now, I'm going to be honest. I'm excited to just... Oh, let me just finish with that point earlier about the whole kiss thing. Well, like, how that turn out? What do you mean? Like, so after we had an incident, everything got better as far as me being like, hey, yo, so we're going to work past whatever. Everything was cool. It wasn't until I was like the next day after some things popped off again. You know what I'm saying? Like, we're done at this point. Because at this point, you're bringing the worst out in me. Because you act like... My reaction, like I said, a reaction is a reaction, but you can still be like I was wrong for it. I can still tell you that I didn't like what you did and you were wrong and mature enough to be like, but I was wrong too and shouldn't react like that. That's a mature thing to do. You know what I'm saying? That's just the nuance of situations. So, um, but I can't take this one-way street shit. I can't of always being looked at as the person that's always in the wrong, no matter what the situation is. You know what I'm saying? Um, so it's like, we're done. You bringing out the worst of me because I didn't like that situation that happened either and how it pulled me out of character. I've never had the issues I have in this, this just, ever, ever. It's never been a thing. Never been a thing. Never even been a, it's just never been a thing. That's why there's no shame in my game as far as being real and accountable about it because I know that, bro, I've been in a lot of relationships. It wasn't until you that certain things started popping up. So I could blame you or I could just blame the relationship. Either way, me and you ain't it. So it's time to go. You are bringing me out of myself. And you not even being accountable as to the things that you're doing that are doing so. You just looking at me expecting perfection. That ain't going to work. You, you're not like I can't get right for you because you don't motivate me to be better than I was yesterday. You know what I'm saying? That's what I want somebody that's going to motivate me to be better than I was yesterday. Not hold it over my head. That ain't what it is because I don't do that for you. So anyway. um, But yeah, so what happened? So after I talked about leaving, right? After I talked about leaving, mind you, this was... It wasn't, I'm trying to do it calmly. Like, we can talk about how we're going to maneuver with the boys. Because at first, that was when the big things keeping me in a relationship. It's thinking like, oh, man, my boys. I want them to grow up in a two-parent household. I don't want them to be another statistic. I don't, like, I think about these things, you know. I don't want that to be the case. I don't want my boys to have to, you know, split time and have to wonder why this parent is there or that parent ain't there, this, that, and the third. I don't want that. So I, was, I, was, I stayed and I would try to, you know, overcompensate by being like, I can... 
almost accepting that responsibility of like all the problems are on me because if they all on me then it's all on me to fix and if i can commit myself to fixing it then it'll be fixed but that's not the reality that's just not the reality it's not a one-way street you know what i'm saying so i got to the point where it was like all right man my boys will be better off with us up in a healthy environment dealing with us in the best versions of themselves as opposed to dealing with us together as the most toxic version of ourselves. Because all we're going to do is spread these things to our kids and they're going to grow up with really fucked up mentalities how things are supposed to go. So I was like, we're done. You know, you can go. This is, you know, my apartment added you on. Important detail for later. I got this. I set up my own apartment. got everything. My own independent living. Motherfucker told me they would feel more comfortable being on the lease. So I put them on the lease. Only to have happen when I'm about to tell you. So, after I started talking about our work, there's no need for us to be together. Like, it's just no need for us to be together. Um, it's just not. I can go into a lot more detail, but I'm not trying to put her down or or I'm I'm just not. That's just not what I'm in. I still do got major love for that girl, and this is not something I'm happy about this situation. So it's just not the goal. But at the end of the day, um, so after it was like, all right, we're done. It's time to break up. We're not really doing this no more. Um. She decides to leave. So you go wherever. You know, and there's a relationship. Your partner decided to just leave to go somewhere that you don't know about who they with. You can't get in contact with them. That's kind of weird, you know, but whatever. No biggie. We arguing. So even if she is somewhere I know about, I, I, I'm mature enough to be like, you're mad. So you're not going to answer the phone. Whatever. Who cares? Um, You'll be all right. We'll get back. You'll, we'll talk later. Which is the goal. All right, when you get back, blow off some steam. We're going to talk about how we're going to maneuver with these boys. You know, if that revolved you going back to Philly for a little bit, taking some time. I was prepared to, like, whatever needs to be done to make this as smooth of a transition as possible. You know? Now, here's what I think she interpreted that as. Because, once again, girls are petty. So, now it's like, oh, we breaking up? Oh, now I'm out. Now I know that, you know, you this the dynamic we have isn't how I want it to be no more. Now you're worthless to me. Now I'm turning on you. She decides to go, go somewhere. I guess whoever she talked to, she, you know, because the goal is, all right, we don't need to be together. You can go back to Philly. You could have just came back, talked to me, discussed with me about how, hey, yo, so I would like to take the boys back to Philly. All right. We're going to be taking an extended period. of This is about the boys. Fuck the shit. We're going to be taking an extended period of time apart from each other. I think it would just be better for them and more convenient for them to be back in Philly where there's more support around because you'll be up here by yourself doing it. And at the end of the day, it's going to be harder, you know, Um, and I'm not going to be at home doing it by myself. So, you know, that just makes sense. While we take some time, distance ourselves and, you know, and figure out one what we gonna do with each other and two how whatever we do with each other how that's going to manifest for the boys right i was that's the point of talking like we're done but we need to talk about these boys when you go let's talk and i'm not being petty bitter it's none of that in me at this point it's like this is not for us we're this is bad for the boys let's you know make the tough decisions now it was a little bit of reluctance out of her when i first brought up that notion you know what i'm saying Trying to make it seem like, oh, the incident was still so fresh and didn't have time. Listen, when you over something, though, you really not trying to hear that. It's like, bro, I'm over it. And I'm putting to the side the things that I had an issue with from that situation to give priority to the things you had an issue with from that situation. Only if you to sit up here and act like the Miss Ultimate fucking victim. Absolutely not. I don't, I'm sorry. I just don't got it in me. We've been at this for too long and I've been dealing with this shit for too long. I can't at this. I don't, I just don't have the patience anymore to act like the problem is all me. I don't. So, 
It was like, uh, whatever. Just let's just go. While she's going, I get a knock at my door hours later, right? Mind you, I'm in the, I just about to lay down with the boys. The boys was in the room sleep. I just went in there to go lay down with them. Knock at my door. Knock, knock, knock. Who the fuck is that? It's the police. I ain't answering door for no police. What y'all want? Like, what y'all need? We got a paper to give you. A paper? What the hell is going on? Open the door. This is a protection from abuse order. Bro, my jaw dropped. Dropped. You are evicted from your apartment for the next 24 hours. The apartment I paid for, the apartment I went out my way to get, the apartment I, like, this is mine. I added you to it because I was being considerate of your feelings. Only for you to exploit that, to to take advantage of some shit. Now, let me give you game. This wasn't about no fucking protection from abuse. This wasn't a, This wasn't about that. The incident we got into, as heated as it got, it damn sure wasn't this. And two, that happened a day prior to when she actually got the PFA. Because peep what I said. Everything was cool. We were straight until I decided that we wasn't going to be together no more. Because you bring out the worst in me and you still give me your ass to kiss as I'm trying to whatever. Mm -mm. That's when this got filed. When it was like, all right, we separating. Now it's time no more D&T. That's when this got filed. Interesting timing, right? If I was such a danger, why not do it right after the fucking incident, right after the argument? Why stay in the house the entire night only to wake up the next morning and go do this once we break up? Weird. Weird timing. So anyway, I'm evicted for the next 24 hours. I got to say goodbye to my boys right there in that moment. And I got to leave. And I can't see them. Can't return to the apartment. Can't be a rent. Nothing for 24 hours. If I am, I, I get arrested. And if she wanted to, she could have extended it. With Mind you, at, and mind you there is no need for like um, proof of anything. She just went there and told a story and the judge signed off on it. No, They don't ask you for nothing. They say they do. Because when I called to get information after hours of trying to get it. They act like, oh, we're supposed to do all these checks. They don't check a damn thing. A woman makes a claim, we believe it. To the point we get a nigga kicked out of his house off of it. All right. But here's the thing that makes it even worse, because women sometimes going to do petty shit like that, right? Because it was all just to get my kids out the house. We've been in a situation like this before where she tried to use the police as like, these women, you black, stop making, stop, stop wanting the cops to be y'all fucking daddies and y'all fucking, y'all baby fathers and y'all fucking father figure. Like, get the fuck out of here, y'all husbands. Y'all want to be married to the government so bad. Y'all don't want no men in y'all life. Y'all want, because y'all using these fucking white boy cops and these, these biased ass systems against us every chance you fucking get. Those y'all daddies. Those who y'all need to be dependent on to. Those is who they grooming you to be fucking loyal to. You know what I'm saying? So she already tried this once before of trying to use the cops to tell me what I can or can't do with, with my kids. You know what I'm saying? And that didn't fly. The cop told her, listen, that ain't our, you can't do that. That ain't our job. That ain't our jurisdiction. That you can't just, because you're the girl and you said something, cops got to just follow what you're saying about the kids. That's just not how it go. So she knew that wasn't going to work this time, which it wouldn't have even had to be done because if you would have just talked to me about how we were going to do it, we could have just done it that way. Like, 
I was genuinely settled in, let's do this smoothly. I'm trying to take toxicity out of this situation, not add to it by being like, oh, we're going to fight over who's going to take the kid. I'm that's some shit you was on. That's some shit you would have done if it was reversed. So now you just expected me to do the same thing. But I wasn't on that type of time. So, um, but she knew she had to get me out the house in order to, or she thought she did, had to get me out the house in order to get the boys out the house. I was like, we could have just talked about that. So she got this PFA, right? That would get me put out for 24 hours so that way she could be back at the crib, pack up everything, the boys, all their stuff, and leave without me being there to say anything. Without me even... Be and why? Because me and her didn't see eye to eye. So now what do you do? You punish me with my children. When we could have just talked about it and had it done in a way where now it's, it's not looking like you basic-ass female out here leveraging our children because me and you can't see eye to eye. Mad and bitter because the love you said you had ain't manifesting in the way you want it to. So now it's turned to just bitter pettiness. This bitch took my TV. Yeah, she paid for it. But you want to know why she paid for it? Because she broke my other one. So yeah, you should have paid for it. She took my hand soap, my dish soap, my clothes detergent. Like, that's petty. Tell me that's not just the pettiest shit you ever heard. Like, you... Wow. Wow. How am I fucking wash my dishes? She took the trash bags. She took for what? Like, what are you doing? This is the person I was with for five years. This is what you capable of. This is, this is. Like, you can say whatever you want about me. Yeah, I do shit that's sometimes a little. What is it? Not even a little. I do shit sometimes that's impulsive. That is a little, you know, a little too loud, a little too extra. But mother, you can never question my loyalty, my allegiance, and my love for you. You would never question it. I'm never going to cross that line and just be like, well, I crossed it. So what? The fuck is you talking about? Like, but everybody not like that. So, yeah. But then that's another reason why I want to talk about how terrible the fucking legal system is. Everybody I talked to on the phone trying to get information about my case was a woman. And I'm not sexist. I'm just saying. Y'all have a bias. There's just no other way around it. You know? Y'all just have a bias. Niggas also have that bias towards y'all. We call them simps. But the reality is, y'all don't... I'm saying that to say... You can find men that are unbiased. I don't find many women who are unbiased in the system. No, you don't. You 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 just don't. You talk to the they want to act like they don't want to tell you nothing because you a man and this motherfucker fight. Man, I'm on it. This is my people too. Give me the information. Only for you to have to go from supervisor to supervisor, threatening this person and that person, from to be like, all right, let's just give him the information he's looking for. Why are y'all treating me as if I'm some like you know what I'm saying? Like for what? That's why the system is so biased against us already. Because they enable it to be that way. All the motherfuckers involved in it are biased-ass women. No sexism or intended, but that's just the reality of the experience that I had. Like, that shit was terrible. I could get no answers out of nobody. When they was telling me, I don't know, we have the information, we just not going to give it to What? For me to eventually get it. I should sue their ass. But um, I ain't going to do that. So, yeah, that's just where it's at now. Now, I'm just excited about... Being able to put some time into, you know, the endeavors and the things that I really want to. Every man, before they turn the age of 25 or before they really get settled down into family life, want to have their affairs in order, you know? Whether it be I want to 
have a great job or I want to have a house or I want, you know, you just want to be more settled in life. And I feel like I wasn't mad about it. I was happily about to do it, but I feel like I was settling down pretty early in life. And, and I was ready for that. I was completely bought in on being a family man. There was no problem with that. But this is an opportunity for me to refocus and better prepare myself for the person that is out there for me. You know what I'm saying? Like, and that's just it. I made it out of this with two blessings of my boys. I love them to death, and that motivation that I get from them is unparalleled. Though it didn't end well, the experiences I had while I was in my relationship was great, and I'm going to look back on it generally fondly. No, fuck that. How it ended is the best thing, last thing in my mouth. Bad taste. It left a bad hangover taste, so I won't be eating that again. But um, no pun intended. <sighs> that. Anyway, so... um. But yeah, so that's just that, man. I just wanted to get on here and chat to y'all real quick, man. Let y'all know what's going on. Speak from my heart. Get my my truth out there. Because it's cathartic for me. You know, some of y'all may not fuck with me after hearing all this in here. But, I, you know, listen, I'm on here being real about shit. I'm on here being accountable without... The only reason why I didn't give y'all more details is because I'm not trying to... I don't know how comfortable she would be with me putting certain stuff out. So out of respect for that, I'm just not trying to give too much, you know? But um, maybe one day we'll actually get a more deep dive conversation about it. But yeah, everything's sticking to the joint. We coming out with episodes weekly. This might be the type set up. We still going to have people on here with us, you know? We're going to keep things moving. 2023 is our year. We got a lot of stuff to get into, a lot of stuff to talk about. And I just appreciate y'all for being with me on this journey. I appreciate y'all for watching the videos, liking the videos, and just supporting. I, I appreciate it. If you listen to this and you like, this nigga ain't shit, just thanks for listening. I appreciate you, and I hope you enjoyed your time here at Quality Content. If you listen and you like, damn nigga, you be drawing. But you have the mindset to be like, but damn, from what I'm gathering, you wasn't the only one drawing. Then you are the type of thinker we need here at Quality Content. We're not out here trying to bias no narratives. We just telling it like it is. You know what I'm saying? We ain't talking about right is right and wrong is wrong. And I have no problem admitting when I'm wrong, but very rarely is it ever that black and white. So, yeah. I love y'all, man. And next time I get the boys in here, y'all gonna see them. But until then, it's been real. It's your boy D. And it's quality content, baby. Better than ever. And we're going to do this shit like we ain't never done it before. Just like that. See y'all next week.